Podcast 192 with a salute to Eric Carr, the one, the only, the Fox, with Car Jam 21. All right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best, you got the best. Now close your eyes. You're about to be podcasting. Welcome back to your podcast. I am Ken Mills, and today we are going to talk about something very cool. Eric Carr is someone that we love very much here at the podcast, that all the KISS fans in the world love Eric Carr. How could you not, right? And today I'm joined by some very cool people who are from a project called Car Jam 21. That's right. This is a project to celebrate the legacy of the late Eric Carr, who was in KISS from 1980 to 1991, but he's still in our hearts. Eric tragically passed away 30 years ago, and we wanted to do something very special. And I'm going to introduce you to the gentleman here today on the call with me. Let's start with Jesper. Jesper, please introduce yourself. Hi, Ken. Uh, nice to be a guest on your podcast. Thank you for that. Now, I'm a uh, um, guitar player and... Uh, I'm also one of the founders behind the, this project, together with Gustav. Very good. And speaking of Gustav, we are joined by Gustav. Please uh, tell us a little bit about you and, and what you do. Hello, everyone. I'm Gustav Krumfeldt. And uh, as Jesper just uh, told you, I'm one of the founding members of Car Jam. Normally, I work as a video producer. So my part in this project is to play bass. But normally I, I do music video for, for a living. Very good. And of course, anyone who's ever listened to the podcast before, this next gentleman is not a stranger because honestly, he can't get any stranger. Between him and I, we got the strange content up to uh, a thousand, right? Phil Schaus from the Gene Simmons Band, from the Ace Fraley Band, from Except, from the Rock and Roll Residency. And just an all-around swell guy. Ladies and gentlemen, Philip Schaus. Welcome back to the podcast, hey. sir. Hey, Ken. Well, thanks for welcoming me back, and good to be on with uh, with Jesper and Gustav this time. Well, you're actually kind of a co-host at this point. I mean, you you know how, like, when you were a kid and you were on a plane, they'd give you those little wings? You've kind of got your podcast wings, so you're an official re reoccurring host as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. It is. I'm almost kind of the Joe Garagiola to Johnny Carson, <laughs> I guess, at this point. So... <laughs> that's a good one and you recently came back from the kiss cruise yeah yeah just got uh came back uh, i think i don't think it's been a week i've been on land man that was such a great time just because it'd been you know the, the kiss cruise 2020 did not happen so i'm not sure if people were more excited to see kiss or just each other Again, it was such a uh, a great time to just be together and the Kiss family, the Kiss Cruise family got back together. And I was on there with the Talisman, with Ryan and Jeremy, and it was just a great time. I, I really think it comes down to just humans missing humans. Yeah, it definitely was. It felt good to be back and it felt good to see all the bands and to hear all the music again. Mm -hmm. Well, it's always great when the Talisman get to rock with everybody. You had Ricky Dover and all the cool people, Rosie Luck and Becca all, all you people, just wonderful. I was glad everybody had a good, safe time just celebrating KISS. Yeah. And let's talk a little bit about this project. A tribute to Eric Carr, Car Jam 
21. We've got some people that are not here on the call. Let's kind of go through the personnel. We've got Dragon, who is from the Helicopters and Backyard Babies. Of course, we've got Gustav, who is a video producer, and uh, Jolie at, at, Atlantic. How, how, how yeah. do you say that? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, that's correct. I did good from the Electric Boys and the Quill. And of course, we've got Jesper from Velvet Insane. Ryan Roxy of Alice Cooper and Slash's Snake Pit. Aj Sten from Nielsen and Wigwam. And of course, Phil Schaus and Jesper Binzer, which is def- different from the other Jesper Linguin. How in the hell did you guys get two guys named Jesper in, in your band? <laughs> I yeah. don't know, actually. It's, a, it's a, a popular name in Scandinavia, actually. Um, the other Jesper is from Denmark. He's... He's like a musical legend over there. He's playing in a band called Disneyland After Dark. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ah, I wondered what DAD stood for. Oh, yeah. I know that. Sure. What kind of music do they do, Phil? Uh, actually, they had, way back on Headbangers Ball in the 90s, they had one hit on Headbangers Ball as far as an uh, American hit, Sleeping My Day Away. Oh, yeah. But There's also really, one. Yeah, there, there's there's oh, sorry, also one other yeah, there, oh, there's okay. also another hit, uh, a Left and a Half, I think it's called. Yeah, mm. you I, you I have always, heard it. I, I love that song, and I always, but it never did really fit because it was in America at that time. It was, you know, it was Aquanet, Hairspray, and Spandex, and and the music. But I thought it was so cool because it was darker and it was kind of you know uh, not quite a cut like uh, the other stuff on there. But they're still quite big um, in Europe and Scandinavia too. So. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Martin Eklund from Bonafide. So that's that's a good group of people that are putting this project together. I'm going to ask the gentlemen that are here a little bit about their personal history. I'm going to start with you, Phil, because I know you've been here and you can like give me the condensed version real fast. And then later we're going to talk a little bit about Eric Carr and what they meant to you individually. So, Phil, give us your quick history. I became a KISS fan, uh, I guess, kind of late for a lot of people in high school. Um, it hit me right away, and uh, it really took over my life and impacted, you know, everything about me. And then it led me to play with half the guys in the original lineup. So, so there you go. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. And you continue to this day. You just wrapped up a great tour with uh, the Ace Fraley Band and Alice Cooper. And, of course, you got to bump into Ryan Roxy, who plays for Alice Cooper. Yeah, quite, quite a lot, almost every day. And uh, we even, uh, Ryan, Jeremy, and I even did uh, Ryan Roxy's podcast in the trenches. So we did a good triple threat guitar talking over each other version of his podcast. But yeah, Ryan's great and his playing is, is fantastic on the project too. Well, we want to encourage folks to check out, if, if, you, if you're into cool rock podcasts, check out Ryan Roxy's podcast. It is a good one, right? Mm-hmm. So we've got one of the Jespers here today. What is your personal <laughs> history, Jesper? Yeah, it all started uh, when I was, I think, around 10 years old. And I found an old uh, cassette tape uh, version of the double platinum album. Um, and I used to put it in the, the record player and it blew my mind. Um, the first song I ever heard was uh, Strutter, the 1978 version. Um, and I didn't know that they were uh, wearing makeup and stuff like that. So I had a lot to look forward to. Mm. 
then I just found all these, uh, I found the 80s and the rest of the 70s and 90s stuff. So yeah, I was completely hooked. So that's what Bitcha was double platinum. It's a pretty cool introduction to the band. It is interesting that, as you say, you you didn't know. I, I know that when I was trying to figure Kiss out, like those first couple albums came out and they were featured like in Cream Magazine and Circus Magazine and stuff like that. And I didn't quite know what was going on. When I saw the, the Dress to Kill album in the store, I thought that that was their costumes for that tour. Like, so that just shows you how... As much as this is an image band, how much it we didn't know back then, you know what I mean? You had to kind of make this up as you went along and figure it out. But I actually thought that, like, I'd see them on TV playing in those suits. So that's kind of bizarre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gustav, tell us yeah. your personal history. Uh, well, I, I think I have been a Kiss fan since as long as I can remember, actually, because uh, my dad, Martin Eklund, who's also in this project, uh, grew up with Kiss in the 70s, and he introduced me to it uh, uh, in, a, in a very very early age. And I think he bought me Dis Destroyer and Love Gun when I was five or six, seven. Yeah, not about that age. So uh, for as long as I can remember, I have been a Kiss fan. Kiss is in my DNA. Mm -hmm. <laughs> fantastic you know it's weird though people seem to have this thing like there are some people that there are some people that are only original lineup people right and yeah. I, I almost feel bad for them because on some level they are kind of missing the boat when it comes to eric carr because i know that for me eric carr really revitalized this band in many ways it gave them a new life mm -hmm. phil what are your thoughts on eric carr just off the top of your head, what do you have a favorite musical moment on album from him, or a favorite moment? Uh, you know, you put it you put it a great way, Ken. Uh, he really did kind of inject new life into the band when they needed it. When you do lose a member in a group like that, it was it, it's always a thing. And then, but when you lose a character, also the Cat Man, and what are we going to do? So yeah, he was a great addition, and his spirit, and just always how he treated the fans. And how he was like, you know, would go out of his way to do anything for the fans and meet and greets and shaking hands and all that stuff was good. I've heard a lot of firsthand stories from my friend Gary Corbett, rest in peace, who spent a lot of time with uh, with Eric. Yeah, it's all everything you hear about him is just it's all good stories. I haven't really read or heard anything that had anything bad to say about Eric. Mm -hmm. And he's a he's a fire drummer, too. Man. It's just great. Do you have a favorite musical moment or concert moment that you've witnessed or seen or? You know, I never got to see him. My first tour was Revenge, but my favorite, I think his drumming and the drum sound on Creatures is among the best rock drum sounds that you can you can get. Mm -hmm. And his playing on that record is fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, some of the best stuff that's, to me, in the Kiss catalog, I, I think it's a great album, period, but yeah. I'm surprised that they let the drum sounds be changed from that album like wouldn't you have bought that studio once you get like such a great drum sound wouldn't you have like locked that shit down <laughs> yeah we'll take we'll take it yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> we want that sound for the rest of our career and it was just great yeah it's just amazing and you know it's sad because it you take an album like asylum which just does not have that punch that creatures had or that lick it up even had it's like it the 
more they got away from that project, the more they lost that iconic sound, if you will. Yeah, that was that was a good uh, it was a good you know kind of phase two kiss sound, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. Now, do you have a favorite tune that Eric played on, or a favorite song off of Creatures? Um, his playing is so great. I love it loud. His pocket is so good on that song. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. just such a, it's a slower thing, and it's hard to play slow and to keep it still kind of pushing it energetic. And he just had really really good feel, you know. Uh, my personal favorite is uh, Satan's Sinner. It's just just amazing. The Ooh, bass yeah. and the and the drum interplay is just so damn good. Gustav, do you have a favorite yeah. uh, Eric Carr moment or memory? or thought that you'd like to share? First of all, I have never seen him play live because I'm born in 1992. So, so that's, um, that's quite hard. But I graduated uh, high school the next year. Oh my God. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Uh, But uh, I like music from the elder, to be honest, Mm. but it's hard for me to, to say what's so great about his drumming. I, I like, what Eric did for Kiss when he joined and he, and he gave the Kiss a new sound and all that stuff. But um, I'm not a drummer, so 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 I, it's hard for me to tell if uh, what's great and what's not. To, like so to say. speak technically yeah. as far as yeah, what is great. Yeah. But but what is something that moved you? Yeah, I don't know, but I but, but I really like music from the Elder, and I like I like uh, yeah everything about that record. It's such a great uh, record. I. Yeah. I feel I almost feel bad that it doesn't get the love that it should by the band itself. I mean, we the fans love it. The band doesn't. They think we're crazy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we also have Jesper Lingwin. Jesper, what is your favorite Eric Carr moment or memory? Yeah, it's the same thing for me as for Gustav. Uh I'm too young to have seen I've got a chance to see Eric live. Uh, I'm born in '94, so uh, I'm. I think I'm the youngest member of Cariam, actually. So mm. young and yeah. wasted. Yeah, exactly, young and wasted. But um, <laughs> I think Eric got a special place in every Kiss fan's heart. I think um, for he he kind of saved the band in the early '80s. So. We got a lot to thank him for. Absolutely, and when you think of like those moments, like King of the uh, King of the Mountain, yeah, oh, exactly, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just so damn good, just so damn good. That drumming at the beginning of Kiss Animalized Live and Uncensored, just such great moments that, like, I mean, it that is such a treasure for us as kiss fans to have that kiss animalized live and uncensored sure there's a lot of goofy stuff going on like paul licking his middle finger and hugging himself (laughs) and eric's built like a man and that baby had the longest fucking tongue i've ever seen you know all those things but we also got to see bruce kulik on video so it's it's a it's a like a a twin win if you will you know that we've got yeah what a great great lineup Hi, this is Bruce Kulik, and you're listening to Podkissed. So let's talk about the songs that you guys are featuring on this. And this is going to be something that fans can buy, I'm sure, on MP3 and also on vinyl, correct? Yeah. Yeah. 
but also on cassette. And cassette. On what about yeah. CDs? Is that out of the the thing? Or no, no CDs. No CDs. No CDs. Taking a, a, a dramatic stand there. <laughs> but so here are the songs that are going to be featured from these gentlemen. We've got Eric Carr's Eyes of Love, Kisses Love Her All I Can, Can You Feel It, and Ace Fraley's Snowblind. So what's the reason you picked all of these songs, Jesper? Yeah, it, it all started that uh, we wanted to do something for Eric, of course. Uh, so we got, we listened together, me and Gustav, on uh, the Rockologi album. It's a fantastic album. And we, we picked out Eyes of Love and Can You Feel It first. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's the strongest songs on, on that album, we think. And then we talked to our good friend Dragon and told, told him about this uh, project uh, and what we wanted to do. And he, he loves everything with Ace Freely. Um, so he chose that song and then we talked to Jesper, the other Jesper. Mm-hmm. And he was the one who chose um, Lover All I Can because he's a really big fan of the Dress to Kill album. Mm-hmm. So let's take a listen to each one of these tracks and we're going to kick this off with Eyes of Love. go that is off of car jam 21 you will be able to buy that both digitally on cassette and on vinyl jesper tell us a little bit about eyes of love who all played on this one yeah philip played the lead uh, guitar solo uh, and uh, i'm playing the rhythm guitar and it's uh, jolle on the drums and uh, eric Carr on vocals actually and that's Pretty cool for us. Uh, and I think, uh, sorry for this, Gustav. I think it's, is it you who's playing the bass in this one? <laughs> no, no, my dad. No, it's Mark. your dad. Okay, Mark. yeah. But yeah, okay. Sorry. <laughs>
Phil, if I would have told you that you're going to be playing lead guitar on a song with Eric Carr on lead vocals ever, would you have believed me two years ago? I'd have been the same. No, it'd have been the same thing. You know, five years ago about playing with Gene and Ace. So right. no, not at all. Interesting <laughs> fact about uh, the two um, Eric Carr demos on the Car Jam Twenty One record. Um, Bruce Kulick, uh, Bruce Kulick band played both of those on the Kiss Cruise. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. It's like, oh hey, I know this one. You actually played on it. I played on both of those. Yeah. But so not only have you played with Gene and Ace, but you've also played with Eric now. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm checking them off. There you go. Get them all. It's you ought to get a tattoo for each each one you do. You know. I actually have Gene and Ace. There you go. So we so, need the yeah. Fox, and we Got just need Fox. you to to jam with uh, Bruce, and it you know we'll get you one step closer. I guess I'll get the dog. Wasn't he the dog? Did he say? Yeah, well, he mentioned that as a possibility, you know. So, so uh, what are your thoughts on this track, Gustav? On Ice of Love? Yes. I think it's a cool track. I think it was written for uh, Hot in the Shade. Yes. But it never made it to the uh, complete album. And I've heard that Gene was a co-writer for the, for the lyrics. And you can hear in this song that it would fit Gene uh, to sing on it. But uh, there is no version with him singing on it as far as I know, but it would be cool to, to, uh, to uh, have a version with him on it. Well, you never know if they do Gene Simmons vault too, who knows? Yeah. There's still knows. time. Exactly. Yep. I don't know how that one didn't make it on there. And like boomerang did like yeah. I think Eyes of Love would have been a way better choice for Hot in the Shade than a lot of the songs that are on it, Agreed. personally. Agreed. I think every, you know, that's kind of an across-the-board opinion. It's sad because Boomerang really is like, we got to get another Hot for Teacher kind of song on there. You know <laughs> exactly, what I mean? Exactly, exactly. It's hot for, it's cold for teacher, yeah. <laughs> cold for teacher? <laughs> well, do we have lyrics? Gene goes, yes, I do. And then Paul says, do we have good lyrics? That's, anyway. <laughs> no, of course, of course <laughs> You son of a bitch. Anyway, so uh, the Gene Simmons impersonation has to rear its head at some point. So, uh, so let's listen to the next track. It's Love Her All I Can.
right, Jesper, your thoughts on Lover All I Can? Who plays on this track? Uh, Ryan Roxy, and it's me on uh, guitar. It's uh, Jolly on drums. It's Jesper Binzer uh, on vocals. And I think it's... Yeah, Martin. It, Martin, yeah, exactly. Ten points for me. Yeah, <laughs> You just won your own game show. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> This is actually my favorite track from from this album, I think. Uh, I love the energy. I love uh, what Binsa did uh, uh, with the vocals and everything. It's it's terrific. Does it stand up to the original Wicked Lester version? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good, good point, man. Good, yeah, good, good point, point. Good point. <laughs> That's a deep pull from the deck, if you will. Yeah. Any thoughts on this one, Phil? Everything sounds so good. Uh, I really enjoyed listening to all of these. Everything came out so so well. All I did was just cut leads for those two, and it was so much fun listening to the other two and talking to Ryan about the recording of the of the other tunes. And um, he was actually Ryan lives in Stockholm, so Ryan was actually able to be there and and track. And I was sitting in Nashville cutting my stuff away from these guys, unfortunately. So, but no, everything came out so well. I'm really proud to be a part of it. Fantastic. Next, we've got Can You Feel It? And, and, history on this one jesper this one is actually gustav on bass am i right yeah <laughs> cool. yeah 10 points but <laughs> and it's oh i guess the nielsen uh from wigwam on vocals and i it's ryan uh, on guitar and philip on guitar and yale on drums uh-huh. and it's it's a great song, you know. I think uh, Orge did an excellent work with vocals. Fantastic, uh, Phil. What were your thoughts about laying down your tracks on this one? This is a really cool one. It's all very major, and it's a really really good power pop tune. I love this one. It was a good uh, with the two Eric cartoons that were chosen were very good, like contrast because one, the Eyes of Love riff is just really 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 mean. It's a great great riff, and this one is on the. Uh, the poppier, more melodic side. So, yeah, good, good choices. Mm-hmm. Gustav, your thoughts? I think this might be my favorite one, and I like the the '80s sound of it uh, because it would 
it's like it this one will represent the the 80s era of Eric Carr. Now Phil, I'm not trying to make you feel old cuz I'm the I'm the oldest guy in the call, but I know that Gustav is saying this one has a real 80s feel. So he's looking back at that as like uh, a cool vibe, right? And we're like mm-hmm. that's just the way it was, man. Uh- mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's, we were soaking in it, Madge. I don't know if they'll get that reference. Exactly. But I, know, exactly. Yeah. I do. I do. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That was how things sounded. It was. Uh, it was. But and, and again, the sound of the mix that what they achieved on this version is is a uh, very um, period correct. You know, mm-hmm. it, it feels good. And it feels like that stuff. So yeah, good job. Good try. Thanks. Thanks. And then up next, we've got the track, Snowblind, uh, something that everybody who loved Ace Frehley's 78 solo album, this is just one of the songs. Even Dave Grohl, who's everywhere and does everything, nothing against the guy, but he even recorded a version of this. But we have Snowblind. personnel on this one jesper it's dragon on uh, lead vocals and i think it suits him perfectly um, he's a big ace freely fan so it was um fun to see him record this uh, in the studio uh, and uh, it's yolle on drums it's gustav on bass and it's me on guitar together with ryan uh, i think it's the whole team yeah it's an excellent track. It's a really cool song. Now, Phil, are you going to have uh, Ace listen to this one when it comes out? Yeah, if, if I'm if I see him for longer than thirty seconds before we hit the stage, uh, <laughs> yeah, I might, I, might, I, might sneak, I might sneak it in there. But yeah, time is limited. 
Well, just just make sure he doesn't charge you for a meet and greet. You know, if he make sure he knows who you are with, with like COVID, you could show up with the mask and he's like, is this guy paid yet? And it's like, no, that's yeah. Phil. That's your bench your bass player. Oh, that's oh, Phil. Phil. Hi, <laughs> Phil. You know, that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, so that is more accurate than you realize, Ken. Um, I've, I've been around, man. I've been around. But uh, so we've got Snow Blind and a, a great way to finish this one off. Uh, now, as we mentioned, this is going to be available on vinyl. And you're doing something here that if anybody's buying it digitally or whatever, that the proceeds will go from the pre-order will cover the cost of the pressing for the vinyl. So you're kind of like donating to get the vinyl that you want, right? Exactly. Yeah, we did a Kickstarter campaign to uh, finance everything with the presents. Uh-huh. And uh, if I if I may, I'd like to stress that if if your order if you pre-order the digital version, you're not gonna get all the awesome stuff that comes with this. The packaging for this absolutely blew me away. Um, it hasn't been made public yet. I've Nobody's seen it. I've uh, Jesper sent me everything um, that you're going to get in it, um, and what the cover looks like, and it's it's a Kiss fans wet dream. Hot, this stuff. It, it's absolute hot take. Um, it really is. the The packaging and the artwork and the design is it is among the best I've seen from any Kiss related product i'm dead serious it's not because i'm on it i had nothing to do with the design it's absolutely incredible so if you're gonna order this get a hard copy get the record get a tape get something because you got it you're gonna be blown away by what comes with it and it's the look of everything and you know we as kiss fans love packages after all we are the fan base that documents all of gene's cod pieces through the years so (laughs) Exactly. Packages are very important to us. This is going to impress every Kiss fan. I, I'm dead serious. You got to get a hard copy. It's it's fantastic. So it was uh, Gustav. Did you do? You, you did the design, right? Of all of it. Of all of it. Yeah. No, it's me and a, and a, and a, and one other guy called Erwan. Okay. Yeah. Just uh, absolutely. So so it's me and him who's doing most of the design. It's just it's just amazing. It really, yeah, really facts. is. Yeah, so I don't know. it. I know it hasn't been publicized yet, but as soon, I'll, I can't wait to show what it looks like. It's great. Well, Phil, I'm going to challenge you to do a live unboxing on YouTube just for our Ooh, audience. That's a good idea. I'd love to do one. I'm full that's of good great. ideas. <laughs> I should be running the world. But that's anyway. That's why we're a good team. That's right. That's why you're here. You know... I'm I'm excited about this. Anytime that we can talk about Eric Carr and bring his music out again, it is fantastic. It, this is a good thing, and I think that it's a great thing for the Kiss Army and the Eric Carr Army because there are people that are really into Eric Carr. There are Eric Carr collectors, and like that's their niche. You know what I mean? That's their thing. So, so it's all good. I know that as a Kiss fan it's great to see him and his art celebrated and that such a cool persona as well. I mean, it, you know, you talk about lightning in a bottle twice, right? They were lucky on that first pull 
to get the fox after trying the hawk, of course. But, you know, they were lucky to, to pull that out. And he, he definitely did rock that outfit and that persona. And um, just a great guy all the way around. I met Eric and Bruce for the first time in Cleveland, Ohio, back in the day. And my buddy and I made fake backstage passes. <laughs> Because I'm an artist, so I could do that sort of stuff, right? And there is a security guard. And he's like, I don't know if this is real or not. And somebody called his name. He said, yeah, just go ahead. And we were like, yes, you know, and we got to go in. And they were filming the video, uh, you know, the for Thrills in the Night. They oh. filmed it before the show. So oh, okay. we got to sit in the Richfield Coliseum and watch them do that. So, like, Paul did that, like, on the the trapeze or whatever, you know, he did that like three or four times and we got to see them lip sync to that video. And then later when it actually aired, they had cut an interspersed part of the video from animalized live and uncensored into it. But it was kind of weird. It was really weird because after the show, here comes Gene and Paul, they run in and they like grab girls and like Gene might've grabbed a snack on the way out with the girls. Like that was it into the other room. But Bruce, he he talked. He was good and personable. But Eric Carr worked the room. You know what I mean? He went around yeah. shaking everybody's hands. I hope you had a really good time. That was my first time meeting Eric Carr. And he was always fantastic to us anytime we ever bumped into him. And back then, it was amazing. You could just go to the hotel, you know, the only hotel that will let us stay, right? But it, you, you could go to the hotel or the radio station and, and get to hang out. And it was it was a great time back then. That's what you missed in the eighties, uh, Gustav. See, <laughs> now meet and greets and everything costs so much money. But back then, it was a little bit easier to bump into your heroes, and it was it was it was fun. So yeah. we are celebrating not only the eighties for Gustav, who shines on <laughs> this project, but we are also celebrating Eric Carr, the person and the music. And uh, is there a website for this one, Jasper? Uh, uh, you can check out our Instagram page and Facebook page uh, for info. It's just Cariam21. Uh, if you if you search on that, you will find it. All right, Cariam21. We will put it in links in the show notes, as they say on every podcast everywhere. So we will take care of that. What's what's next for you guys? Uh, we're planning to 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 have a release party in Stockholm, Sweden. Oh, in, uh, yeah, in January 2022. So that's the next step, I think. Mm-hmm. And Phil, what do you got going? I know that yeah. uh, are there more dates with Ace slash Alice or what's up? Uh, yeah, I've got a couple actually Ace dates this coming weekend. Uh, one South in uh, South Carolina, one in Macon, Georgia couple accept dates up in new york uh early december and uh, the accept tour for the winter in europe and scandinavia just got canceled um or postponed or whatever not happening i'll put it that way uh, for january february so i won't be able to play stockholm and see these guys at the show and meet these guys uh but ace dates pick up in the spring i think in march i think we've got some more a few more Alice Cooper dates in the West Coast in March or April as well. So, Well, I, I can't say this enough. I think that the Talisman, along with Matt Starr, make up one of the best, if not the best, backup band 
that Ace Freely has ever had. Oh, thanks, Ken. For I sure. Love you guys. Thank you, guys. Um, not only as just performers and players, but as people. You're all excellent people. The 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 four of you, Matt and Ryan and Jeremy and yourself, just what a great group of musicians to back Ace up. Yeah, well, thank you. It's and uh, we have a lot of fun with each other, and it's it's a, always a good time. So it, it's it's fun when it's good, and it's 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 nice when it's good and it's fun, you know. But thank you for saying that. And I'm gonna let the secret out of the bag. You you are trying to step up and be the next James Brown. Not so much that you're the king of funk, but that you could be the hardest working man in show business. I think there are a few bands you could still join in this upcoming year. And, and I, I'm actually trying to be the king of funk too. So Oh well you got that going there. for you. <laughs> I got a lot of work to do. But, uh, but you, you gotta know. get on the good foot. <laughs> you gotta you gotta have goals. <laughs> you know, one has to have goals. So. Yeah. I would suggest butter on the floor and good heels. <laughs> yeah. You could talk to Dwight Yoakam because that cat for a guy who doesn't dance around a lot, I don't know if you've ever seen him perform. You're in Nashville. You've had to bump into sure him. Sure have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he does that thing where he's playing and he's going to, like the guitar solo is going to come in and he'll just somehow spin around without moving. I don't know how it's. It's amazing. It's so bizarre. It, it's yep. it, But it's definitely only on the podcast will you get Kiss, Eric Carr, James Brown, and Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> now that's a combination and dave Grohl, yeah. i threw him in there too and so, joe garagiola yeah <laughs> which was these which other was guys are like i don't know what that's all about but, which yeah. was which was a way deep cut the way deep cut that's a deep pull as deep a pull as uh some of the songs you guys pulled as far as the kiss catalog that's that's sure. awesome and can you feel it is the first single and it will follow a a, a a lyric video as well. Oh, there's going to be a lyric video. Very good. Yeah. And of course, that has Phil Schaus on lead guitar and Augsten Nilsson from Wigwam on vocals. So fantastic. Yes. Yeah. And I will buy a hard copy just because I believe in cool people. Plus, I have to own everything that Philip Schaus ever played on online. <laughs> yeah, the, the artwork and the packaging and the extra stuff in this is will blow your mind. It's, it's, it's so cool. It's so well done. So I want to thank you for coming on the show. Check out Car Jam 21 on Facebook and on Instagram. Follow these guys. Get the hard copy. You're going to want it. I'm looking at you, Joe Ciambelli. C- I'm looking at you. I know you're going to want this. So everybody order the vinyl or the cassette. That's that's a thing. I can't believe that's happening. I'm so old <laughs> that I remember why I quit listening to cassettes. <laughs> me, too, me too. And, uh, you know, like that A set came out and I'm like, it looks pretty, but... You know, who's got a tape deck? But yeah, yeah, yeah. The the new Accept album came. They they put out the new the the recent Accept albums on cassette too. Yeah, I'm waiting for uh. You know, the old joke is the what the seventy eight wheel or you know what I'm talking about the circle the the spindle. You remember that? Oh yeah, things? sure, absolutely. I'm actually looking for the cave paintings. <laughs> <laughs> That's what keep I on like. Going back and back and back and back. Yeah, there you go. Everything old is new again. Yep. So I want to thank you all for being here. Uh, Jasper and Gustav, thank you very much. Phil, you're welcome here anytime, as you know. Yeah. My chihuahua is going off. Hold on.
<laughs> you know, you should do that, Phil, as a song. My, my Chihuahua. You my Chihuahua. That. Yeah, that could be a that could be a mutt merch shirt. There, yes. Yeah. See, Done. there you go. Fantastic. <laughs> Where's your mutt merch? Mutt merch makes you and your dog rock gods with shirts like Bones and Noses, Black Lab, and more. Go to muttmerch.com for all the details. For those about to bark, we, we salute you. Muttmerch.com. We look forward to what's coming in the world of Kiss, and we are glad to have Car Jam 21 coming ahead for us all this is fantastic great new music featuring eric carr once again so thank you for coming on the show today thanks for having us we will see you all on the next episode of your podcast thank you for being here bye thanks thank you guys be safe be safe thanks all right see you yep. thank you take care take bye bye care. bye, bye. And that is our show. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out on the web at www.podcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and on iTunes. If you'd like to contact the podcast, please drop us a line at podcast at gmail.com. Big thanks to Julian and everyone at kissfaq.com. They've got great information there and a terrific message board, too. Thanks also to Keith LaRue and everyone else at Kiss Online for their great work representing the hottest band in the land. And as always, a big thanks to Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Ace Fraley, Peter Chris, Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Kulick, Eric Singer, Tommy Thayer, and the memory of the late great Eric Carr, and the late great Mark St. John. You are KISS, and we are your army. Podcast is created by the KISS Army for the KISS Army, and it is available for free as an internet download. If you like what you hear on our show, go buy it and support the people who made it. Podcast is not affiliated with KISS or any of its members past or present. On behalf of myself, Ken, and the whole rest of the Podkiss crew, thank you for listening to Podkiss, the KISS fanzine for your ears. <laughs> <laughs>